you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Today is Friday, March 7th, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. As with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience for this episode is everyone. So welcome to the end of the first week of March. We actually had a lot of news happen this past week, so let's just get right into it. So the first news item is digital health apps and cost savings. A new report from the Now Healthcare Group stated that the ventures into digital health can save the National Health Services in England, or the NHS, about $10 million across England. The study basically stated that if the patient was involved with digital health through apps, then there would be an overall less need of a general practitioner for appointments or the hospital appointments. So basically, the app would allow patients to receive consultation through its user interface, and it showed that a large portion of the consultations could have been done by another healthcare professional, such as a pharmacist or a nurse. This is actually a big deal, because through digital health, a pharmacist's value can be seen in the sense that healthcare dollars are efficiently spent because patients are being, quote-unquote, seen by the appropriate and cost-efficient professional. Tying to that is the study showed adherence technology improved patient adherence to medication, resulting in less of a need for patients to see the providers. So the next thing that happened was UCLA Health. They won the HIMSS Davies uh, for Innovations and Depression Treatment. So HIMSS, they occasionally, um, they issue an award called the HIMSS Nicholas E. Davies Award of Excellence, and they issue it to programs that show a thoughtful application of health information and technology to substantially improve care delivery patient outcomes, and population health. So UCLA was issued this award for its advancements that it's made through depression treatments. This included physician informaticists adjusting workflow with optimized EHR documentation and building new tools to make the process of screening, diagnoses, and management more efficient and effective. This is an important award for UCLA and places them on the map for innovative uses of technology for future conditions other than just depression. All right, so the next thing is price transparency and prior authorizations by Dr. Chrono and Cover My Meds. So Dr. Chrono is a company based out in Sunnyvale, California, and they provide web-based or cloud-based applications that make EHRs available digitally and also helps with practice management and medical billing. Cover My Meds is a company that focuses on software to automate the prior authorization process used by many health insurance companies in the U.S., and it's also a subsidiary of McKesson. So Dr. Chrono and CoverMyMeds, they announced that they will be partnering up to provide price transparency and increase the efficiency of prior authorizations. This is a great deal because providers will now be able to access the best prices for their patients and process prior auths directly through the Dr. Chrono EHR, which was built specifically for mobile devices like iPad, iPhone, and Apple Watch. Seeing companies work together to provide better patient care is promising. And it's uh, because it's reinforcing the idea that we're really all in this together. We're basically one team helping each other to kind of work towards a better end goal. So the next thing is the Sequoia Project's new work group focused on info blocking. And uh, so, yeah, speaking of working together, the Sequoia Project, which is a collaborative group, they set their sights on nationwide health information exchange. But they recently announced that they'll also have a new work group that will be focused on information blocking. So one of the major challenges of establishing a fully functional health information exchange is actually from intentional information blocking, which is basically when entities purposely block patient data from being exchanged for competitive reasons. There's actually a list that the ONC put together, and they have defined what is considered information blocking if you want to learn more. 
This is a great step because it will be addressing one of the many reasons why HIEs fail, which is the competitive nature of data exchange. All right, so the next thing is Virginia health organizations were awarded $23 million for precision med and population health innovations by the NIH. So this one's a doozy. That's a lot of money that the NIH awarded uh, the Virginia health organizations, but deservedly so. Virginia health organizations embarked on what they call the Integrated Translational Health Research Institute of Virginia, or iThrive for short. The purpose of this institute is to bring in areas of expertise in genomics, clinical research, data science, and others. Uh, The five-year grant will help accelerate its goals of developing uh, new treatments and cures through data science expertise. There's a lot of crosswalk building and translating between labs and doctor's offices and hospitals, and this is a multidisciplinary effort that will allow for opportunities for creating more knowledge. Okay, so uh, Point Click Care acquires Quickmar and expands offerings for seniors and LTPACs. So again, it's great to see teamwork across different companies, and sometimes in this case, mergers of different companies that would synergistically improve their products for patient care. So Point Click Care, they focus on cloud databases and they promote connectivity, communication, and access to insights of the data for patient care. They have multiple offerings in EHRs, care delivery management, quality and compliance, and more. QuickMar is an electronic MAR that is optimized for senior living facilities. So the merger will allow the two companies to release offerings that will benefit more to the senior population by combining both of their expertise into a more comprehensive product. So the next thing is Philips to acquire CareStream's healthcare IT business. So yeah, again, speaking of mergers and acquirements, Philips is another company set to acquire yet another company. We all know who Philips is, but not everyone may know who CareStream Health is. They are a subsidiary of the Onyx Corporation, and they focus on multiple healthcare products such as radiology products, image processing, medical printing, healthcare IT products, dental products, and others. This is a large purchase and will possibly give Philips a good leap forward into the healthcare field. In addition, CareStream services may be enhanced with its access to Philips resources and connections. Alright, the last thing is Amazon Berkshire JP Morgan equals Haven. So finally, the joint venture between Amazon, Berkshire, and JP Morgan now have a name, and that name is Haven. The joint venture was announced over a year ago, but we didn't know the name of it until now. The goal of the project is to create an experience where healthcare is so uh, simple and better and low cost. I don't think I really have to explain to you how big these three companies are and the amount of resources that are available for their disposal. So at this point, all we can look to now is wait and watch to see what they're going to be doing. I'm expecting to see some large and innovative paradigm shifts with such a massive partnership and hopefully this one works out for the better and everyone wins. So before we go... If you'd like to hear more news on Healthcare IT, you can check out the great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. It's actually where I go for daily Healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in that world. All right, if you like this episode, you guys can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or our Instagram at PharmacyInformatics, or you can email me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter account, which is TonyDowPharmD. And uh, I also wanted to plug a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Microsoft Teams or Slack Workspace, think of Pharmacist Connect as a large vetted space through Slack. I've met some great colleagues on it, and there's even an informatics space within it. So you can find out more by visiting pharmacistconnect.com, which is P-H-A-R 
M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal. Oh,